0: Welcome to the Creative Soul Healing Podcast. Here we talk about the connection between creativity and healing, and how we are creative, and how creativity helps us heal mentally, physically, and emotionally. Join us now. Hi everyone, Larissa Russell of Creative You Healing, and today I have with me Olga Gertz. Olga is a mother of three, entrepreneur, homeschooler, postpartum nutrition coach, and intuitive movement facilitator her dance yoga fusion classes help women connect with their bodies align with their purpose and dance with the challenges and uncertainties of life so welcome Olga
1: thank you so much for having me Larissa I'm so happy to be here well I'm excited to have you um
0: let's start with you sharing a little bit about yourself and how you've
1: gotten to where you are now absolutely I would say what got me on this path is definitely motherhood. I had my first my first kid, my son, and I really felt so much weakness, so much. I lost my energy, my power. I felt really Like I wanted to get back in touch with my body more. So that got me into doing my yoga teacher training. And I dove pretty deeply into yoga and having that practice in my life more consistently and teaching it in my home, mini studio that I have. Eventually, the pandemic happened. And then during the pandemic, I actually had my twin girls. So they're two years old now. But throughout the pandemic, it was a very, very challenging pregnancy. And I learned so much about going within and being my own everything, being my own healer, being my own sense of stability and my own anchor because I was really focused on getting through this whole experience on the other side not being overly stressed. In the middle of my pregnancy, I found out that one of my daughters had a congenital heart issue and we didn't really know if she's going to make it through the pregnancy. And so it definitely threw me for a massive stress and spiral. And so that's where I really had to use every tool in the book, everything I had in me and all my yogic and (laughs) breath work and meditation in order to really move through that in a way that felt good for me and felt healthy. And so on the other side of that everything went well she's doing absolutely amazing right now and that was awesome but i also again i lost that connection with my body again because during that whole experience i could barely move i was like hardly walking it was really challenging just this whole period of getting back into my body. What does that look like now for me? It's gonna look very different, right? I have to take it easy, I have to take it slow. And, and dance have always been very important to me in my life. And so I infused those into my experience as much as I could because that's what really made me thrive. It's what made it was a form of meditation for me. I don't do well with traditional meditation. I do a lot better with moving meditation. And so I really incorporated that into my practice, and I did more studies in postpartum nutrition in order to get our bodies back to feeling incredibly well as mothers, and I kind of infused those two things together, and so now I lead intuitive movement classes where I get women to... Do some of a class that's a little bit like they're following what I'm doing, but a big part of it is also embodying what it is that their body wants to do naturally and freely. So it's really liberating us from those stagnant masculine shapes that sometimes even in yoga, it's like structured. So, how do we move in an unstructured way? What does that do for us? How does that help us to liberate ourselves spiritually, physically, in all the ways? And at the same time, I use prompts and affirmations to really allow. Ourselves to anchor ourselves in self worth, to explore our bodies more, and and really just see what comes through our physical form through movement. So that's what I teach. <laughs> it's kind of a mouthful, and I'm still really finding the words to truly explain it. But that's how I've been explaining it so far.
0: Well, it, it sounds amazing. Like as someone who loves to move, right? Mm-hmm. You get so caught in the what you look like often, yes. right? When you're moving. And so giving that permission to like, just move freely, I am so uncoordinated. So following a class is never good for me. I never took aerobics and all of those Mm. things that, you know, were popular when I was younger because it just didn't work for me. But allowing that free movement
1: in it, I think is amazing. And you Mm. do this online? Yeah. So it's it's virtual i just i just had my very first in person retreat it was a mini retreat with some of my friends and and if, actually a few people that i just met for the first time in my home it's only 250 square feet but we did have a little ceremony and intuitive movement practice in there this just happened like last weekend that was my first time doing this in person so i think i will be doing more in person circles because i love that sisterhood that community that's really one of my goals as well in life is to build a community of women that are able to support each other through the highs through the lows like all of the things that go and go on in our lives they're just so much easier when you feel held and when you feel facilitated by other strong women that have gone through crazy things in their life too. So that's definitely one of the reasons why I do this. I do a lot of virtual stuff, for sure.
0: (laughs) I think that's really important what you were saying about that community of women, right? We have become such a society of solo, right? Everybody's separate. We don't. Family together, and we're all alone, and we often think we're the only one going through that. And when you bring a community of women together, you find out no, we're all going through these things. Yeah. yeah. That's and so amazing. what are some of the experience, and I'm not ta- asking about specific stories, but like when you bring mm-hmm. women together, either online or in person, what are some of those sort of like shared experiences that that come out of it?
1: I don't know how you feel about the last three years, but I feel there's been a lot of sort of like division and a lot of segmentation. And this is a way of really moving working through that and then bringing us together again from all wakes of life a lot of women feel isolated i live in the country myself so i'm definitely one of those women i have three kids and i'm far away from the city so i have to work pretty hard to be around other women and so yeah that sense of isolation there's always relationship things that come up we're always questioning whether we are doing the right thing in our relationship and whether we're doing the right thing for our kids and in our families and whether we're supporting people too much or whether we're putting enough boundaries up against things and experience in our life experiences in our life that maybe are challenging us there's just so many things that come up in terms of and we women tend to martyr ourselves we tend to really give so much and then we get lost in the process so just that sense of depletion and replenishing that depletion within ourselves and that self-love is what I find is often the challenge, right? Like, we know we have to do self-care. Yeah, absolutely. But people are either taking care of their elderly parents or people are managing, juggling a thousand things at once, their businesses, their other side projects, their families, you know? And then on top of that, something like the pandemic happens that that throws you for an intense loop people now have to homeschool without any experience doing this like just a lot of stress and overwhelm that comes up for women and moving through that can be so supportive in community format for sure yeah yeah and like i said i do think that's so
0: important because we don't, when we're isolated like that, like even before COVID intensified, it it so it, much worse. we don't realize that there's other people just like us. And And on the flip side of COVID, because yes, there's definitely a lot of negatives that have happened, but I've seen a lot of people starting to work more on themselves, right? Because yes. it gave them some space to do that internal work. And so I think women are starting to recognize that self-care is not like, well, I went to bed early one night or I went to the spa one day. It's like, I truly need to do what fulfills me. I need the space and time. And I can't do for everyone else unless I do that. And they're starting to recognize how important that is.
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because that's the movement that I feel I'm a part of is to really get women to, to come inward and see themselves as the medicine, see themselves as the healer, see themselves as what they need to move forward in life, to find what it is they're looking for, to get clarity. It's coming back in because I I feel a lot of women have this shift in their life where they realize, oh my gosh, I've been looking outside of myself this whole time to find happiness, to find the thing that fulfills me, to find what's next for me. I'm like constantly, and you know, the internet facilitates that because we're able to Google everything. We're able to go elsewhere and like try to find things that might make us happy today or tomorrow. and that's all great. And there's absolutely a space for that. But at the end of the day, like if we cannot learn to, to come inwards and come into ourselves, then we feel lost more times than we feel grounded. And so that's really what I focus on in pretty much all of my classes is that grounding, that awareness, that anchoring of like, I deserve to be here. I belong here. I am the anchor, you know, comes from me
0: yeah yeah and so important with all the other caretaking duties that we yes. have right there's yeah. a, a high expectation in our culture that women will do all the things and so
1: absolutely I and I, we're good at it we multitask we go all in on everything we say yes a lot then maybe we even should because we just we feel and we care that's the thing we care so deeply and truly and genuinely that it's hard for us to say no sometimes and to use discernment and to put that boundary because we're like, we're going to let
0: someone down, you know? So the one question I ask everyone, what does healing with creativity mean to you?
1: I love that question so much. I think that creativity comes from our sacral chakra and that's also what I teach and coming into that sacral area where our creativity resides and allowing that to be expressed in whatever way is unique to us. I feel, I believe that we all have our own unique way of expressing our creativity. That is for you, right? Whether it's painting, whether it's singing, whether it's vocalizing, dancing, pottery, really everyone has their unique something, their unique medicine to share with others and when we tap into that creative zone, it puts us into a flow. And that flow itself is so healing because like a moving meditation, it allows us to separate from our thinking brain and puts us into that non-linear thinking, that creative feminine energy. It's the creator energy. It's absolutely beautiful. And healing can take place in that zone when we are in flow, when we are not in our minds, when we are just our primal. That's really what it is. I feel like we access that primal part of us. There's a reason why there were always, even back in the Neanderthal times, there was paintings on caves. People always wanted to express their surroundings, their interpretation of what they're seeing and experiencing. There's just a huge importance in creativity. And I think it's so sad because in our society, it's the number one thing where As soon as the funding for something goes down in a school or community they cut funding to creative arts and they cut funding to music and these things because i feel the value has diminished in our society for creative expression and i think it's now is the time to bring that back and to really show people that yes this is a mode of healing there's a reason why there's all of these different creative forms of healing that pop up all over the place whether it's through movement or painting or anything like that and so i myself although my creative expression is through dance i am so now intrigued by doing dance i want to do more painting more vocalizing that's not something that was ever Kind of in my head no one really told me this is an option for you to explore this would be really cool everything in my university time and in my learning time was so focused on academia and on what's going to make you money that i feel sad that i haven't explored that until i'm in my 30s now but i'm excited for the possibilities i do feel like it's so healing yeah
0: and it's interesting what you said about university and We go into these things in school based on what we're going to make at the end. Even necessarily what we love, what is the life we're going to have? And we're finding that more and more, that's not even working out that way, right? You get this degree and you end up going, either the jobs aren't there or I just can't do this. I don't want to do this for the rest of my life. We're really doing a disservice by removing creativity from the younger years because it's so important to allow people to express and then they know they're passionate about and they can move into what they're passionate about and maybe that is in a university program but maybe it's not and being open to that
1: i think we're really stepping into that time in our life where every university degree doesn't really mean what it used to and so in a way that is a little bit liberating because it is allowing people to go after what they truly desire and what they've always wanted because if you can figure out online marketing then you can make money off of anything really you can really use your passion and you can put it online and you can help other people do it i'm seeing women teach other people how to paint and do dance therapy in their own unique way or do these things virtually and now we can access people from all over the world it really is this kind of liberated awakening that i feel like the pandemic i would say that's one of the positive things that came out of it is this embracing of sacred technology to actually live our purpose so to speak yeah yeah i would absolutely agree with that
0: absolutely well i see that you have a free gift you're gonna allow people a 20-minute yoga dance fusion. to try it, which I think is so exciting. I might have to do that myself just to (laughs) see. Is there any final thoughts before we go today? Anything you'd like to share?
1: Yes, just tap into your creativity. And if you don't know what that is, Start trying things because I feel like a lot of people get stuck there and they just think they're not creative. I have to tell you, I used to think that. Well, I'm not that creative. I didn't think of myself as an artist and I didn't go to an art school and my parents weren't really highlighting that in me. They weren't saying, oh, wow, you're you're really great at dance. We should put you in more dance. So I just thought I wasn't creative. But then I just realized what that was because I started doing the things again. I started dancing again. I started moving again. And so if you feel like you're not, um, you're not sure what that is for you, or if you're really well-versed in one mode of creativity, I would actually encourage you to get a a tiny bit uncomfortable and try something different and see if you might like that too. Because I feel like some of us are very creative and we know what we're good at and, you know, maybe we're really good at painting, but hey, Maybe there's something else you might really enjoy that you haven't tried yet.
0: I love the idea of getting uncomfortable because that's how we move yeah. forward, right? Just get that's a little bit uncomfortable and, and, and sit with that uncomfort and then just keep moving forward, try new things. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here today.
1: I appreciate it so much. Thanks for having me. You're
0: welcome. To our listeners, we will see you again next time. And in the meantime, I wish for you amazingly creative days. <laughs> Thank you for listening. If you found our podcast of interest, we'd love for you to leave a review wherever you listen in.